Chase Thomas podcast. The Chase Thomas podcast. Um, my nephew needs me to record. See, I hate. I already hate it. I hate it. All right, hello, and welcome back to a, another episode of the Chase Thomas podcast, where I'm still the aforementioned Chase Thomas coming to you live from Knoxville, Tennessee. First timer coach Brad Turner of the Gibbs High School Eagles is here on his back porch with the lights. He's got the good setup. He's ready for the ambiance for. Uh, a YouTube call here on the podcast. So I appreciate that. Coach, how are you doing this evening? Doing well, man. Just got home from practice and uh, enjoying the, the back porch fall weather. What's your go-to fall activity uh, in your family? Oh, we do some football, man. That's that's what we do. <laughs> football. And my actually, my daughter plays volleyball at MTSU. So mm-hmm. the last three years, we spent a lot of time traveling from here to Murfreesboro going to watch her play. So my wife's actually leaving tomorrow, going to uh, Boca Raton, Florida, for the weekend because uh, they're playing FAU and FIU. So, okay, we're on my own this weekend doing the football thing. So, do you cook? What do you do when you're on your own? I, I'm on this back porch trying to uh, do a little grilling, some steaks, and okay, things like that. But uh, when I have time, there's not much time, but uh, as much as I can. Yeah. What's your go-to in the summer when you get, want to get away and stuff? What do you What do you like to do to get away from football? No doubt late. I, I've okay. got a boat. And uh, when I first got the head coaching job, I bought a boat. And uh, uh, my family and I, all summer, as being a teacher, man, we go out to the lake Monday through Thursday. And when everybody comes out Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, we don't go. So we <laughs> enjoy the lake to ourselves, you know, three or four days a week. And uh, that's that's our thing in the summer. I like it. I like it. Um, Lake days are are definitely a good one. Um, What I think a lot of folks may not know about what your program has had to deal with uh, this fall is very unique um, with the home situation, the home stadium situation. How would you characterize just dealing with that as a head coach and navigating it with your players uh, this whole season? Like, how have you been able to do that and stay the course and keep things moving? Because it's just such a weird unique situation that your team has been dealt this fall how has that affected things and how have you navigated through it well i'll be honest with you chase the, the biggest thing was the preseason trying to figure out what we were going to do mm-hmm. once we got a plan and, and and started playing our, our kids have done a fantastic job our coaches and community of you know our community's come to support us everywhere we go and once we got a plan uh kids are pretty resilient they just sort of go with the flow and uh, it's been pretty good. I mean, obviously getting on the bus every Friday and and traveling is tough and packing up all your stuff in the trailer. But I, I think the hardest part was just trying to figure out what we were going to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's sort of been, you know, pretty consistent. But we just found out, I guess about two weeks ago, uh, we're actually going back to Carson Newman for week 10 mm-hmm. uh, against South Dole. So we're excited about that. But, you know, it's, you know, when you're out there practicing every day on your home field and and you look out and there's no bleachers, you know, obviously those, you know, there's nothing like a home game on a Friday night, but our, our kids have done a good job. And um, I think once we got a plan, it's not been as bad. Uh, of course, now we're talking, you know, right now we're third in our region mm-hmm. uh, and, and we have a chance if we went out to finish second, that's a home playoff game. And then we've got to, we've got to go back to the drawing board, try to figure out where we're going to play a home playoff game. So, so it won't be ready by then either. You no, man, it's it. it <laughs> I hope it's ready by the spring. Just put it that way. It's uh, there's no there's no bleachers there yet. They hadn't even man. basically started on the bleachers yet. So it's Goodness been a mess. Gracious. It's been a mess. 
Um, well, like you said, kids have fought through it. I'm curious, like as just coaching in 2020 and just the weirdness of having no fans and what that was like, how is it different? Just like not playing a normal home game versus not having fans. What do you think is harder on the kids? I can remember the first game of 2020 when we were playing halls. It was a Thursday mm. night game and we were the first game in the state of Tennessee. So we felt like, man, we've really got to make this look good so that, you know, you never knew at that point where they're going to cancel the season or, yeah. or what it was going to do. And I remember getting, I bought a hundred pennies and I put them three feet apart on the sideline and uh -huh. every player had to stand on a penny because the TV screen faced our sideline. So uh -huh. I wanted the perception of, man, there, this can be done, uh, you know, which is crazy when you get out on the field and you're hitting each other and all over each other. But on the sideline, you had to be three feet apart. But, mm -hmm. um, you know, that was very tough. And you go back, this senior class, man, that's when they were sophomores. So they've had to go through the COVID year. And then their senior year, they find out, man, we don't have any home games. Yeah. So – it's been a it's been a difficult time for them. Um, I really feel for those guys, um, but you know, at the end of the day, they're getting to play football. You know, not having a home game is is tough. But it's like I told them at the beginning of the year, man. It's one of those where you got a chance to make a movie about stuff like this if you do True. do well and and do something special. So I think it's something they'll always remember, and hopefully, uh, hopefully the season ends well and and we you know make a run. What's been your lasting memory from this season thus far? Was there a moment? Was there a game? Was there a play? What has stuck with you the most thus far? I mean, obviously the first game, Halls, is a big rival for us. And, and playing mm -hmm. that game, getting off to a good start, that's um, a pretty big game for our kids. And, and it's a lot goes in when you're preparing all summer and all spring for that first game. And, and to go out and win that game gave us some momentum. Obviously, we played Webb week two. Mm -hmm. Well, I think is second in the state at eight and zero right seven and zero right now. Um, so that was tough. Not a very good game. Then we come back and we beat two five A schools and uh, between Halls and Central. Um, but you know we played last week played Anderson County. I think they're second in the state in their region. So you know two of our losses have come to really good football teams, which I think will help us as we move forward. So. Uh, the other loss was the Fulton game. And it was sixty-one to fifty-five, and that was wild. When you score 55 points, you're supposed to win. So, mm -hmm. um, you know, tough game. We were down by 21 three times, came back, and had the ball on the 11-yard line with a chance to win at the end. Just sort of fell short there. But our guys are doing a good job. They believe in what we're doing. Uh, it's great to see the support from students, uh, community. Uh, but, you know, we're having a good time playing ball, so that's, that's, that's good. Uh, which game surprised you the most thus far? Well... I felt like we would do better against Webb. They hmm. jumped on us pretty quick, and I think we sort of let down there. I wasn't expecting, you know, I wasn't expecting that type of game. On the positive end, the, the TV game against Central, mm -hmm. you know, a 5A school with, you know, their running back Frank is is a beast. And mm -hmm. for us to, to win that game, uh, and, and we played Central a lot the past, you know, six or seven years that are back-to-back state champs. You know, playing them and our kids believing that we can win was was a big one, especially on TV. Because, you know, a lot of times Gibbs doesn't get the, uh, uh, I don't know, the cred or the, the, the mm -hmm. whatever that is. We're always the underdogs, which you know we embrace that. But it was good to to play that game on TV and for for people to see that you know we are a good football team.
I like it. Um, who have you been most impressed by on your team? Is there a position group? Is there a, a player that's really stood out to you that you've just been overjoyed to see develop this year? Yeah, I mean, um, the first, first person that comes to mind is Bryson Palmer, our quarterback. Mm-hmm. Um, I was just looking at stats. He's thrown for almost 1,300 yards this year. You know, we're a triple option football team, and in the past, yeah. you know, you know, we're running for 300 a game. And right now, you know, with some injuries we've had, we've had to adjust. And we always have been about doing what our kids can do. Uh, mm-hmm. But he has really matured. He played, a, he played in two games during the COVID year because our quarterback was in quarantine. Mm-hmm. And the first game he comes out and plays, he breaks the school record for most passing yards. And then, uh, you know, last year had a good solid year. This year I think he really matured, one of our senior captains. Um, and, the, and the kids are following – following his lead so i think that's a big part of it uh, and he's a really good athlete i said something the other day to, to on tv that he can play anywhere on the field i mean he can mm-hmm. play running back he can play safety um, he was a defensive back for us last year so you know uh he sticks out and then you got Cayman sean which is uh he's a junior for us uh, mm-hmm. really good athlete didn't play football the first two years came out this year basketball player and uh he's pretty special I think he's had, I think, eight touch, 11 touchdowns so far this year, eight in the past two or three games. Uh, and then, you know, he's a, he's a good-looking kid. He's 6'2", you know, 185, something like that. And then you got Bryson uh, Walker, Bryson mm-hmm. Walker, number six, who's another, you know, 6'3", 175 kid that, that's been getting the ball and doing well. So, you know – but it all starts up front. Those guys will tell you we got a we got a group of seniors up front that's getting it done and giving him time to throw. Uh, and you know when we want to run the ball, we we run it pretty successful. It's just I tell everybody all the time. You know it's weird saying it, but I feel like the only team that can stop us right now is us. Hmm. You know is it, is when we mess up or get holdings or you know some penalties. But I mean we played some good teams. Obviously that they they're good teams, but. We feel pretty confident offensively that, you know, we should be able to move the ball and have chances to score. What's the hardest thing about coaching the option? Um, I, we've done it for so long mm-hmm. that our kids, even through middle school, come in, they know it. I think the biggest thing we've done in the past, you know, two or three years is implementing the RPO, mm-hmm. the run pass option in with the triple, you know, we're, we're, probably in the gun 65% of the time, 70% of the time where in the past we were underneath primarily. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, us moving to that style of offense uh, has really helped us. You know, when you get underneath and you're in the box and they put, you know, nine or 10 in the box, it gets pretty tough sometimes. But uh, I think our middle school program really helps that. So when they mm-hmm. get to high school, a lot of them have, they know the terminology, they sort of know what we do. And then we just sort of adapt to who we have. Pigeon Forge has that same thing when I was talking to their coach uh, with the wing tee. They have that from <laughs> elementary, middle school on. They're just prepared and ready to go. Yeah, you know, a lot of that is, you know, I think that's huge when you can develop a program to where those yeah. kids, and you go back to the Marivals of the world, the Alcoas, mm-hmm. those kids are running those plays from the time they're six years old. So it <laughs> yeah. really helps to, and when you, you know, we're an undersized team. We don't have linemen that are 300 pounds or 260 you know, our, our right tackle doesn't even weigh 200 pounds. You know, he's he's about 5'9", 190, soaking wet. Yeah. But he gets off the ball and he runs. And, you know, that's what we have to be up front because we don't have the, 
the size per se, and that's what the triple allows you to do is you don't block the two guys on the inline scrimmage. You read them. So yeah, you don't have to block somebody. Then it's pretty good. We're trying to get to second level. Uh, the position group for your team this year has uh, that has been the backbone. You would say who, who is which position group would you say? Well, I think it's offensive line. I think hmm. they've done a fantastic job. Our linebackers on defense have played really well. I think those two groups on on the each side of the ball have done uh, played above their expectation and their potential. I think they've done really good. They've bought into what we're doing. Um, you know, we're undersized at linebacker, uh, but those guys play hard. And uh, uh, who want, who's popped for you on film that the average fan misses on Friday nights? Who's more of a film star that does the stuff that might not come up in the box score that you just get really excited about? Eli Hubs, no doubt. Mm. Eli Hubs is man. If you could, if you could make a football player, he's mm-hmm. the guy you would make. Um, you know, right now he's having to be our running back, mm-hmm. and he's usually our sort of our tight end, H back type guy. Uh, but he's he's going to go six yards right at you. He's not going <laughs> to make a move, and he's going to block when he needs to block. Defensively, he can play everything on the field other than safety. Um, and he just he he's all about just playing high school football. You know, he's got a plan. He's already joined the Air Force. He knows what he's doing after high school, not going to college to play football. So it's fun coaching those guys that are just enjoying not really trying to get to the next level, and it's not about them. Uh, and he's just playing, and it's n- no doubt Eli Hubs. I like it. Um, when you look at the, the Clinton quarterback that you guys got on the calendar, yeah. not this yeah. week, next week. Are you excited about that opportunity to oh, see yeah. what yeah. Yeah, we we played Clinton uh last year and you know he's he's a very athletic kid and he throws the ball super well. It's a good football team. Um you know, we, we lost to them last year late. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think we returned a kickoff for a touchdown and it got called back. It was to go ahead and you know, it just they made some plays at the end of the game and uh wound up winning that game. But uh, we're looking forward to it. We played them in seven on seven this fall and it's it's chippy. I mean, mm-hmm. so looking forward to it. Uh, well, before you get there, though, you still got York this weekend uh, here on a Friday night. We're taping this on a Wednesday night, the 12th. Um, what are you most looking for uh, out of this matchup from your guys? Well, York is, a. I think they're much improved. I think they're five and two on the season. Mm-hmm. Uh, they sort of run a option style offense. Uh, pull the guards a lot. Their quarterback is, I think he's a sophomore and really good football player. He plays mm-hmm. a freshman last year. I think they got some grit to them. Um, you know, being a smaller school and playing bigger schools, a lot of motivation there. And uh, I think it's going to be a tough game for us. I think if we come out and get to off to a quick start, obviously that's going to help us. Um, I just think defensively we've got to play solid, do our responsibility. But I do think they'll be a, a physical football team. Did you see uh, Arthur Smith uh, a week ago for the Falcons? He called one, and he's just been like me. I'm a Falcons guy. I'm from Atlanta originally. And the Falcons have just been so good running the football this year. And they're so much fun to watch with the way he he schemes uh, this offensive line, which uh, kind of overmatched, we thought, coming into the year. But he pulled his center on an outside zone run uh, two weeks ago. And you don't see it in real time. But if you go back and watch the all 22, he's mm-hmm. out like that. <laughs> have you ever thought about that? Because I don't think I've ever seen that. Well, I tell you, the kid from was it Pouncey from Florida. Yeah, he used to do that. And they do it mm-hmm. a lot in the pros. But again, to 
somebody just watching the game, a lot of times you don't see that happen. We don't see it in high school. Mm-hmm. Um, but but I do remember, you know, Pouncey from Florida doing that. And, you know, to snap the ball, get out of there and pull. I mean, it's – you got to be, be fast. Athletic. Oh, yeah. But that's that's the – you know, obviously at the college level, that's what it's coming to is those guys up front are running four five forties at, you know, 290 pounds. Uh, and that's, that's crazy to think. But, uh, you know, the pulling guards this week are going to be big for us. You know, we got to follow what they do, and they've got two good ones. Well, it's also like tempo, right? Like you just kind of – these offensive linemen, you're on the field a lot more than you used to be. You've got to be able to play at that level. Yeah, I mean, you know, what we've noticed, even at the college level and high school, people mm-hmm. score points. Yeah. You don't you don't see 14 to nothing games anymore. I think the the RPOs and the, all this different stuff that, that – offense does now it puts a lot of pressure on defense you know it really does when you know when alabama's giving up 30 points mm-hmm. and they're playing with five stars you know that it's it's tough defense is a tough tough side to play but uh, i think it's a mindset and mentality that you have to have ben don't like discipline's a big part of it too it's just cap it, control and just like you just have to be so disciplined over the course of a game now that you're just there's so much pressure like you said it's so many decision making in the rpos just it it stresses these defenses out so much. Yeah, it's tough. You know, we we gave up some plays last week at, at, in the secondary at corner, but mm-hmm. you know, if you don't get pressure on a quarterback and he's got six or seven seconds to throw it, there's only. I mean, it's hard to guard somebody that long. And yeah, you know, we sort of got in that predicament last week, but a lot of times you're over there on an island now, man, and it's one on one, and you got to win those fifty fifty balls. Yeah, you're not going to be pray, playing any press man anytime soon. I I would guess. No. No, we're not, not not very much. We will a little bit, depending. Yeah. We uh, we mix it up quite a bit. I like it, uh, Coach. Um, last thing, we'll wrap up here. Who would you say has grown the most from week one to now? Who do you think uh, coming into the year was at one place, and now you're like, man, they have come a long way from what I saw this summer. Well, I think Cayman uh, shown our wide receiver. He plays mm-hmm. safety as well. You know, he him coming in not playing last year, you know, basketball player. And, you know, his maturity has really shown this year. And, you know, he wasn't even in the starting lineup to begin the season. Mm-hmm. And he's just sort of worked hard uh, and produced. I mean, when you got 11 touchdowns, man, you're doing something right. Uh, but he's really good with the ball in his hands. He comes to practice every day, works hard. Um, and, you know, we weren't expecting that. You know, we knew he was a good athlete, but, to have the impact he's had both sides of the ball is is very impressive and and you know he's done a great job his brother played for us uh bryson shown played for us uh, for four years went up to tusculum and played a little bit now he's playing baseball but good athletes good uh, athletic family there and but but i think cayman by far has been one of the surprises for us well, Coach, this has been great. I appreciate you making the time this evening. Um, what uh, can the good folks do in East Tennessee to support the Gibbs football program and uh, come watch you guys and just support Touchdown Club, anything like that? What would you like to play as we wrap up here? Yeah, I mean, we got a website, GibbsEagles.com. You can get on there and find out information. Uh, you know, there's streaming of the games. One of the local churches was, was nice enough to stream our games this year, so where we didn't have any home games, so. They've been doing that for us. Clear Springs Baptist Church has been doing that for us. Uh, but we love its open facilities there at Gibbs. Anytime somebody wants to come out and, you know, hang out, do whatever, it, they're welcome anytime. 
I love the idea of a church doing the all 22 film footage. That's yeah. what we need right there. Is that yeah. <laughs> I like it. Um, Coach, this has been great. Thank you so much for making the time, and uh, we'll have to reconnect again soon. Sounds good, man. Thanks. Nicely done, nephew. Chase Thomas Podcast. Hell yeah.